Hey, say Wiz. Welcome to another episode of Wizard on Wizard, Sound Only Edition. It's a podcast. You might be hearing traffic sounds. That's because I'm at my new job, delivering for Uber Damon. Now, normally they only let interdimensional demons and non corporeal beings deliver for them, but if you're a wizard and you know a guy, you could usually get in. It's not a bad gig. I um, drive around food and hamburgers, chicken, wings, pizzas, ice cream. Ice cream's the best. People are so happy to get ice cream. Anyway, that's enough about my new job. We got an episode of the podcast coming up. We got some uh, sad news, um, and we got an interview with a hamburger, and T-Vox Pones here again to finish up the Yugo book, and that's it. Now, let's have a word from our sponsor. Uber Damon. I got so excited talking to that hamburger that I forgot to tell you the rest of the ad. Uber Damon is a new ride sharing service. It's a lot like Lyft or just regular Uber. Except that instead of driving things around in your car, you travel through different dimensions and you either take incorporeal beings from, I don't know, say you pick someone up in the underworld and they need to go to the fairy dimension. Boom. You just do that. You get a couple bucks. Or maybe maybe there's a demon that's stuck in um, the upper world and he really needs his favorite hamburger. Or water ice or something. So you go get it from him. And then you just give it and then it's... Man, I don't know what I'm saying. I've been driving 18 hours a day trying to make the bills get paid. So if you need some money, use my referral code. It's AWIZ973 um, UberDemon49. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Uber demons. It's paying the bills. So, I don't know if you guys have heard or not, but it's been pretty sad around here lately. Um, a Wiz, a witch, you know, she used to be here on the podcast. Uh, she went to outer space to, um, set up an intergalactic cat rescue and we're not sure what happened there was just a bunch of explosions one day so and then we can't get her on the radio so here's um here's some funny here's the time a witch and i talked about something and it was funny so i hope you enjoy that welcome to this special edition of wizard on wizard sound only edition I like to call this one Witch on Wizarding because what happened is a witch and I ordered a pizza and we opened a couple beers and we sat down to have an honest discussion about a relationship problem that we were having. I hope you enjoy it. Do you want anything else for your pizza? No, like I'm a, good. Thanks. It's got you, plenty of want, ham on it. Do you want some mayonnaise? Or, um, I have enough mayonnaise on it. Um, we're out of mustard. I mean, no, not, not sandwich mustard. We're out of pizza mustard. What's pizza mustard? It's the special mustard that I use for pizza. You don't? Okay. 
No, it's alright. Yeah, yeah, what? Do you've just been using whatever mustard? Do I even know you? You just use whatever mustard. You just, you don't even look at it. You don't even see it says pizza mustard. I only put ranch on my pizza. It must have been me then. I'm surprised to find out that there's been mustarding mm. happening. I, I don't... I'm confused and I, I feel a little vulnerable. Yeah, this is a mustard household. I don't know how you could miss that. Mm. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't negotiate that. There's a line on the household budget. It says mustard. $40 a month. Uh, that line is not declared that we are actually identifying as a pizza mustard household. That line only declared uh, the budget that is to be spent on mustard, which I agree to in the beginning. Yeah. I didn't tell you this on it. was just for special pizza yeah, mustard. Well, you know, yeah. lies. Okay. Um, speaking of which, the reason I brought you here today... To this special Brought you here to, to your home where you would have already... Ben, to where, where I am already. Uh, tricked you into ordering a pizza on mm-hmm. on my card. Yeah, that was um, a hard trick. Yeah, we were just, it's like I got an app. It was so smooth. It felt so easy. I felt a little dirty. It was. I felt dirty. It's like you're gonna feel dirty again in a minute. Oh man. Yeah. Luckily, I appreciate your immense capacity for all the dirtinesses you feel. It is like no. My question to you today is, um, <clears throat> why, why did you manifest that thing in our living room last week? This is about the tentacles. Is that how it went for you? Because my experience is... You manifested something. You went to bed. Mm -hmm. I have to... 12.30, I have to pee. I don't think we had the same experience. So, when you're saying tentacles, I'm saying... um, Icy soul gripping, neediness, uh, mind... fucking leg numbing slightly arousing kind of aliens thing and uh so when you say is this about the tentacles i yeah i think we're talking about the same thing why did you manifest this thing directly into the living room tax reasons um if i summon something every other week and let it linger around. Basically, I have to use the living room like 60% of the time. I have to be working in there. What? Why? For tax reasons. So I can deduct my rent. From? My taxes. Any, anyway, why the living room? Why not Why not the back office? Because it, um, if you have a dedicated space, all the rules are different. But if you're, if you're sharing workspace <coughs> with living space, it's different tax rules. Um Harold, my accountant. All right, so it. on forms, mm-hmm. there are places before now where you have essentially decided in your head and on paper and admitted and turned into other people. Ah, well, living room is going to be great for manifesting demons midnight when I'm, you know, slightly drunk and right before I go to bed. 
You wrote that down. That's how you do it, yeah. And didn't tell me. I believe it's in our contract. I think that's a really poor roommate. I think that's a dick roommate. It's in our contract. I don't think you've read the paperwork. R? Who do you... R? Our roommate agreement. It's our roommate agreement was... 797 pages long. I didn't sign anything, so... Uh, Not I, while you were awake, no. Um, you signed it in your sleep one night. Is is standard? In my experience. For you? In my experience, yeah. Mm. That's how it usually goes. Mm. Is it different for you? Yes. Mm. Uh, also, I just think um, no matter the user agreement... I've been living with you for nearly a year. I love your face off. I just think it's rude to, um, A, move your feet over 36 degrees to the left in the bed and, and kick off the, the cat that's finally comfortable enough to sleep there, but also to, to Tuesday night summon because you're bored. No, it's for taxes. Rude. Taxes are, are rude. Well, what about what you do? What do you mean? I think you know what I mean. I don't. You go to the bathroom in the litter box all the time. Have you been have you been reading where it's called? Yeah, I know where I went pretty well. I didn't write that letter though. I was just like, wow, I'm not alone. I, wait, so you did you just say you go in the litter box? No, you go in the litter box. Yeah, you just said I think you go in the litter box and I always realized I'm not alone. What? That's what you just said. Oh, because I read Merwin's column about the guy who had a girlfriend who goes in the litter box, and mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one. There's, there's two of us at least. We could have a. <coughs> yeah, well, I think we could have a forum you, discussion. You are shifting focus, sir. Well, I'm not denying. That I've you, been sneakily you, summoning things every Tuesday yes. for tax purposes and, then you and leave them. Bed. I don't, yeah, I don't really. But it's, but, I get yeah. bored of the vanishing parts. You know that. You know that about me. And then don't act like I only have to pee at midnight. Yeah, and then there's the tentacles. And then, yeah. Well, I guess I'll try to be more aware of um, banishing practices. Make sure that I do it all the time. Thanks. Sure. Maybe you could use the toilet. <laughs> uh, I don't really feel that I'm at liberty to speak about the full crux of that of that of that situation um 
but I'm just saying that I, the more you use the toilet I've never peed in a litter box no that's not what I'm worried about <laughs> you don't pee in there at all it's the other stuff you do in there <laughs> never once even a little no you know where you're you know, you know what I mean. I'm talking about number two there, and three. Yeah, and you're like squatting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell number three is, but you're there, and now. You don't have to know what it is. You just what 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 <laughs> number three? Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Is it is it a weird soupy mix? It's something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Usually nuts in it. So number three. <laughs> really wouldn't naturally be number three. It'd be like, um... 2.5. 1A plus 2A. What's that? 3 double A. Right? I don't know numbers. Math is a lie. Um, but that wouldn't be a third thing. Well, maybe not theoretically. And Irish number three. I'm still trying to. What does that mean? I'll show you next time. Next time what? Next time you number three in the litter box. I'll, be, I'll show you. <laughs> I'll be like, that's what I'm talking about. That whatever that is, that's number three. I'm alarmed by when you made that hand gesture. The pointing. You went straight out. Uh huh. And then you went up. Well, number three is determined by approximately ten feet. Yeah, that's about how tall it usually is. You're just unaware. So why did you manifest that bathroom demon again? Because I can write off some of the rent. I some of the things in the living room. It's part office now. True. I'm saving a bundle. <laughs> Is that your turn? No. Let me just pause what it. What are you talking about? No, no thanks. Yeah, no, I'll have a look. Yeah. No, I changed my mind. Yep. You were telling me um, that you lied about about what? That's where we were. I didn't lie. I've just been summoning demons in the living room without telling you. You didn't ask me. Like if I was lying, you'd be like, are you summoning demons in the living room without telling me? And then I would go, no. But I'd be lying. So I just didn't tell you. Um. It was, and it was all in our 800 page roommate agreement. Which I sound when I was, uh, sleeping. Yeah. 
You just made finger clips around the word sleeping? Yeah. That's the strangest discussion about leaving the toilet seat up that I've ever had. That was something, huh? Alright. <clears throat> kind of hard to listen to. Here's, uh, here's another time today which was on the podcast. Let's, uh, let's enjoy that just because, well, I guess we don't really have much going on this episode. So might as well just double down on the memorial tribute. Okay. So I've been thinking about our phones. Uh huh. And you bring your phone up and you set the alarm and that's amazing and thank you uh, very much for taking that on. I know it's rough. It's not easy. Yeah, 7.30 every morning is really rough. But the other thing is that I don't, I take, I take my phone up um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, I feel oddly nervous about this, but I just, we could just get an alarm clock and not have our phones by the bed. What's wrong with having the phones by the bed? I I brought I brought I brought this up before and you've recommended airplane mode and I can't I just can't do that it's because a good mode. it is and it's worked before but with um, the change in my job I need to know if I need to be first into the building I, I need to be available if the security company calls right so there so I can't put mine in airplane. So really what happens is you take up your phone, you put it, you put it on alarm for 7.30 and then you put it on this little, um, you know, bed desk. Yeah. I affectionately call them bed desks. But put the airplane on. Because, you know. Yeah, but you still have the phone and the, and the alarm are all there. And then on my side I've got a phone that I can't put in airplane mode anymore and I can feel I can feel the electric waves going into our brains and I can feel them fucking with shit and they're fucking with my shit and I don't even have my shit that together and I don't want fucking radio waves to be part of one of the problems that <coughs> I have. Okay. And I it's think reasonable. I think it it would eventually potentially render you impotent and I don't think it increases my sex drive. I either I would just lay there in this little we might as well be blowing the government. 
Okay. And we could solve this with an alarm clock? Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll just go get an alarm clock then. Oh, okay. Cool. I love you. I love you too. Great. All right, so there you go. That's uh, two A-Witch segments. That's the end of our A-Witch Lost in Space Memorial. Um, she was the only one who knew what semicolons do, so it's going to be a little rough around here for a while. Bye, A-Witch. So, like I said earlier, all kinds of things happen at the SCG, and now a lot of us are driving for a new company called Uber Damon. They're the sponsor this month, but um, this ad isn't going to be like a regular ad. Instead of instead of uh, just having an ad and maybe a spokesman with some crazy noise and stuff, we're going to um, interview some hamburgers, which I have in the car right now. I just picked them up from McDonald's, and they're heading a couple miles away to somebody who needs lunch at a gas station. Hi, Hamburger. Hello. Well, um, thanks for letting me on your podcast. Uh, hey, no problems. Nobody wants to go on the podcast anyway. So, what kind of hamburger are you? Well, I'm a quarter pounder with cheese. That's a special kind of hamburger. How come it's special? Because it, because it weighs a quarter of a pound. And I got a name, a Mick Pounder. Quarter pounder. That's that's not your name. Yeah, I know, but I'm just a hamburger. Okay, so that's pre-cooking weight, right? Why does everybody always got to bring up that is pre-cooking weight? I'm a quarter pounder. That's it. Okay, I'm uh I'm sorry. So do you know that you're about to get eaten? Well, yeah. I mean. That's what hamburgers do. They get eaten. And you're, you're okay with that? Uh-huh. That's what I was made to do. You think being a cow is fun? Being a cow blows. Way better to be a hamburger. Okay. Thanks. I'm going to drop you off now. Yeah, you better, man. All right. So I guess uh, you goes up. Buckle in your seats, kids. Strap on those helmets, because your soul is about to be violated and improved. Welcome to RDHH Sonic Blast of Wisdom Superior Podcast. Alright, it's me, T. Valpen. We're here again for the Reverend Dr. Hugo Holmes now. Sonic Blast of Wisdom podcast featuring my words of wisdom as read by me or my underlings. And here I am again. So we've been going through Conquer Your Dreams. I got the conclusion. <coughs> conclusion. This book has taught you much more than you were willing to learn. If you have read this book, you should be well on the way to conquering your dreams. This is an important first step towards defeating your dreams and accomplishing your goals. If you have followed... Oh man, is that the Uber Demon? Alright, we gotta finish this later.
All right, I'm back. Oh man, ice cream's the worst. If you have followed the instructions presented in this book, then you are no doubt a better person than you were before you did so. Becoming a better version of yourself was not that difficult of an undertaking, but you did it anyway, and that was something, is it not? It surely is. To have done something other than dream is for someone like you nothing short of a miracle. The next step is to remember to not get too carried away with yourself. Your dreams are still there. They're still waiting for you to give in to their lies. They are waiting for you to return to their sweet, poisonous embrace. They are eager for you to stumble into bed late one night and begin to suckle on the teat once more. The siren song of a conquered dreams is like the inviting drowsiness of carbon monoxide poisoning. You must firmly refuse this invitation and any similar such invitations. If you can do this, you will surely accomplish your goals. If you cannot, then the lizard man will have his way with you. He is neither gentle nor the least bit concerned with your pleasure. Alright, I think that's it. Let me just so. Alright, let's read the FAQ. Why are you a life coach? There is simply no way for me to be not a life coach. My only other viable career path is supervillain. It would be unfair of me to take advantage of my impressive insight and abilities for anything other than selling you evolutionary aids. This is part of my shenanic, monastic oath. Is shenanic even though that's the word he used? Alright, so how are you better than other life coaches? Some life coaches study with jungle shamans. Some live with monks. Others still spend weeks gaining online certification and life experience doctorate ordinations. I am the only life coach to have done all three of these things. Why would you trust a life coach who only studied with jungle shamans, or only studied with mountain monks, or just trained to be a life coach online? Aren't your problems the kind that deserve to be solved by someone who knows what they are doing? How can I schedule a personal session? You must. To do so, simply email me. And then it says uh, here that he doesn't have an email. That's by the editor. All right, so moving on. I'm not sure what is wrong with me. Can you help? I may be able to help. My book, What is Wrong With You? An Introduction to What is Wrong With You, addresses the very issue that you are concerned about. Why are your seminars always held in bad neighborhoods? They are not bad neighborhoods. They are in the process of being gentrified. The reason my seminars are often held in neighborhoods that are in the process of being gentrified is that the hotels in those areas tend to allow you to rent the room by the hour. Many hotels insist you rent rooms for the entire night. Since the seminars only last a few hours, I am able to keep the admission fee affordable by only paying for what I need. How many books have you written? I have written two books so far. The first book, What is Wrong With You? An Introduction to What is Wrong With You? is the classic go-to book for changing your life. My second book, Conquer Your Dreams, How to Defeat Your Dreams and Attain Your Goals, is the one you are reading now. You do not have to worry about my books. Many more will appear to fill the void in your life. My first book can be sampled by turning the page. We're not doing this again. I turn the page and it is it's a sample of the other monstrosity I had to read. Alright, so that's it for Conquer Your Dreams. Next month we'll be back with um, What is Wrong With Me? The you go homes now story, which I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I, I got.
Okay, that's the podcast. I want to thank um, our sponsors, Uber Demon and <coughs> Saturday Evening Ghost, fine purveyors of modern pulp fiction, leading columns written by cats, all kinds of advice, gags, and videos. Did you know A Wiz is a TV show too? And it's a blog. So go on down to SaturdayEveningGhost.com and get what you need. And thanks for Uber Demon, and I guess thanks to Hugo, and maybe we'll have our shit together next month.